episode 12. Don't it feel so well? Yeah. You sound great. You sound amazing. Um, Avi, this is the last time. This is the last time you're going to hear this. This is the last time y'all going to hear this summertime jam. We're going to switch it back to deep depth after this. And I'm not even mad at it because I kind of miss it. <laughs> 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 T- today though, um, a lot of a lot of terrible things have happened over the course of the last day or two. Um, as you guys know, Hurricane Harvey has hit. My sister and my mom are actually over there uh, in in the middle of it near San Antonio. So I'm sad for them, but hopefully everything is gonna uh, end up well. Everyone be safe. Yeah. Uh, hashtag be safe though. Um, also, tonight is the big. Floyd Mayweather, Conor McGregor fight. Uh, Avi, are you going to actually go watch this? Yeah, if I figure out where I'm going to watch it at, um, I'm going to be there. Oh, so you, you care? I, um, you know, I'm not a Floyd Mayweather fan. Uh-huh. I'm not money team anything. Uh-huh. Um, but I think that this is an interesting fight. And the fact that this is his last fight, I mean, that's interesting in itself. It was his last fight last time. Right. He still had another fight. Okay, so he's he's not going to retire. That's then, right. right. Well, if uh, McGregor actually wins this fight, this will probably be Floyd's last fight. <laughs> um, I'm going to say I don't give a hell about this fight at all. Mm-hmm. I don't care about either person in the fight. Mm-hmm. Even though Floyd's from Grand Rapids, Michigan, which is near where I'm from, I don't care at all. And you are allowed to not care. Not even a little. Not even a smidgen. That's fine. Um, yeah. Let's move into... Hyper good night. So, to start off hyper good night, we want to touch on something that a lot of people have been talking about. And this could potentially change things technologically for years to come. Walmart is actually trying to go after Amazon because Amazon recently purchased uh, Whole Foods. Whole Whole Paycheck. I was going to call it Whole Foods, but let me call it what it is. Whole Paycheck. (laughs) So today's Hyper Good Night starts with, are you hype or good night against Walmart teaming up with Google for voice shopping? What do you think? If you guys don't know what voice shopping is, voice shopping is having uh, the ability to actually purchase something via either a Google Assistant, Alexa, whatever you have. Alexa? Siri? Alexa? yeah. Alexa is Google oh, Assistant. Oh, okay. Uh, Siri is... I don't no, whatever. I don't know these girls. <laughs> it's having the ability to actually purchase things through voice communication. And they've already started to roll that out. So you can purchase clothing. You can purchase all these things. But next year, they're going to have it so that you can do that with groceries. And my hyper good night to this, I am saying a strong good night to this. Mm. I don't like this at all. Do tell. And... Two major reasons. One being an advertiser, I don't like it because I know what we're doing with your information. All they're doing is gathering data on you mm-hmm. to try to not only sell you more things, but essentially um, they're trying to bucket you so that they can go, okay, we're going to push these products to these set of people. And I don't like things like that. I've never liked that. I don't like when we collect people's data. I hate the fact that Google does that all the time. And it's just another cyclical thing that happens. On top of that, Get off of your lazy ass. Mm. I cannot stand. <laughs> I, in New York City, we have that. We have people that legit uh, order out McDonald's. Order groceries. 
to but their you, house. But people order McDonald's and have it sent to their house. They order cleaning supplies and, and oh, Q-tips and stuff like that to be sent get to their off house. Your ass. You can't go to CVS down the block, right? You got to have shipping and everything. God, I can't. I'm going to say I'm going to night this and for a different reason. Okay. Uh, my reason's really dumb, honestly. I just think that when it comes to voice anything, there's just this bigger chance of uh, error. <laughs> like, I've had people send me text messages, and they're like, oh, I use my voice system to, like, send this text because I didn't have a free hand to type it. That's and true. I'm like, I don't even know what you said, though. Because your autocorrect couldn't even save you on that. Like, it, it heard something different than what you actually meant for it to say. The difference is AI now has changed so much so that it understands not only what you're saying, but it understands what you potentially want to do next. Uh-uh. I don't need something else predicting my next move. Oh. I don't want that because you I may... I mean, at all? Listen, I at love all. when things get auto-filled. Exactly. I'm filling, okay, when I'm filling out something because I'm ordering something and it's like, okay, clearly I don't want to put my address in every single time. Yes, auto-fill that bitch for me. But if I'm ordering stuff from Walmart... Who's to say I'm going to need the same shit every time? Like, I am a person with feelings and different needs and, you know, whatever. I don't want a system, like, controlling my life from behind the scenes. Like, I'm good on that. I think Walmart's missing a bigger thing about this. The same thing that I said about Amazon when people are purchasing groceries from this. Uh, With fruit and things of that nature, I need to touch... And feel the thing that I'm purchasing. Like, you aren't going to be able to tell me that this fruit is better than that fruit. Which is, what is your return policy with Yo, this voice? for real. Because by the time I send you back that fruit, it's not going to be ripe at all. And then you're they, like, what? you don't know what kind of avocado I want. Exactly. Like, who's to say I want an avocado that's not ripe right now? Maybe I want to make some guac right now. But you're going to pick out my avocado for me and you don't know what kind of avocado I want? And I'm an avocado connoisseur, you know what I'm saying? So if it's hard, I know you got to put it in the paper bag for a couple days to get it right. And then there's certain days where it's going to be too ripe. So nah, nah, I'm good on that. I'd rather just have a little bit more control over my life like I do now. Help me out with something else. So good night, Walmart. Yeah, good night. Good night. All right, next up, Colin Kaepernick had his uh, rally. And it wasn't just him who actually hosted the rally as much as it was. A bunch of different groups got together to host a rally in New York City. Uh, on his behalf and it's and it's a, a fight of prejudice and and to just stand up against uh oppression and what's been happening of course with black lives matter hyper good night to this colin kaepernick rally in new york city i want you to go you want me to go first uh, yes i want to i want to hype night this but i'm leaning more towards a good night <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> a hype night yeah like Okay, the rally is they 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 had good intentions with this rally. Ooh, they had really good intentions, and you've never heard of a rally doing this for a player. Like I I I haven't. Have okay. you? Um, People rallying there, behind a been, player outside the NFL quarters. I don't, I don't know, know about that's a common thing. I think Michael Vick is probably the closest I can see with that that happening, but it, I don't think anybody was outside of the NFL headquarters. I just um. My thing is this. There's a lot of people out there. There's a lot of Kappas. Um, and I know that Colin's a Kappa. Um, but uh, are these people going to be watching the NFL at any point this season? 
That's what I want to know. Are these same people actually going to stand by their word and what they stand for and not watch a single game this season? And that's something that we don't have that we don't have information to. So on one hand, I understand the motivation behind it. I don't know if they are going to actually take that to fruition throughout the whole season and actually stand by their word and not watch a game. I can't say that they will. Um, the other part of the good night is that were these people always uh, were these people rallying when we had the millions more march in, in New York a couple of years ago though when 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 cops shot Tamar Rice or Tamir Rice Michael Brown Eric Garner there was all this pol police brutality happening in a short amount of time were these same people out for that but does it have to be a comparison oh um, it has to be a comparison I just think it's interesting what people find their passion behind like they want to stand behind this but like would they would they have been out for the rally a couple years ago and that's the thing it's just like i'm not saying that one is more important than the other i'm just saying that i don't know if these same people are just out for this rally to make a stand and are gonna watch the games this season or like where does this how far does the stance go it was interesting because I was in the elevator this morning in my building going down and these two guys were talking about the Kaepernick situation and they literally said they're not watching not Nana football game this season. Right. And they're like, I'm not standing for it. Like I they're like, man, it's not gonna be no bets this season, nothing. Like I'm I'm off it. I'm off it. And I thought that that was cool because that to me says a lot more than a rally. Like that hits the pockets of of um you know sponsors and and viewership and everything like that but uh, i think rallies are good to get things out but i don't know how far they actually go as far as making a change and so i think that if these same people want to come out to a rally those people need to be the same people not watching a game this season and that's where i'm like eh, about it okay um i have a more simple answer to the hyper good night on that okay. i'm gonna say i'm hyped for it I'm always going to be hyped for anybody that's pushing for change and anybody that has a ground to stand on. Although I'm not necessarily at the protest and I'm not one of the people that are doing the groundwork, I appreciate anybody that's giving their time to doing something that's larger than them. And to me, that thing is larger than them. Um, I don't know of any reason why I would tear that down. And I don't know of any reason why the NFL shouldn't at least take a look at the situation and rethink the way that they're positioning this, rethink the way that they're handling it. Because he is being blackballed, so I appreciate all of those people getting in front of it and trying to actively do something about it. And that's all I want to say on it. All right, this leads us to our next hyper good night. Mm -hmm. Jim Brown's comments about Colin Kaepernick. And if you don't know who Jim Brown is, Jim Brown is one of the players from the old days in the NFL, and he was one of the best running backs of all time. But Jim Brown is one of those people that was... Uh, central to trying to get OJ to kind of join their overall black power movement back in the day. And OJ was the same person that basically said, no, I don't want anything to do with that. Because remember, I'm not black. I'm OJ. <laughs> okay. With that being said, he made comments, Jim Brown, about the Colin Kaepernick situation by saying, I'm an American. I don't desecrate my flag and my national anthem. And it was weird to hear him say that based on his past. So I want to know from you, is it a hyper good night to Jim Brown's comments? Um, I'll good night it. <laughs> I don't know much about Jim Brown. I don't know much about his past with OJ and his 
uh, black power movements in the, of the past. But um, I just, I hate when people throw out the American term. Like, I'm an American oh, and yeah, I'm real. so proud of my that's country. Real. And like, come on now. Let's not act like America wasn't built on the backs of our ancestors. Ooh. Let's not act like that. Let's not act like the NFL is almost like a slave trade in a way. <laughs> Let's not act like that. So I hate the I'm an American and I'm proud of my country statement. So I would never do this. Like you have people burning jerseys out here and people are treating it like they're American flags. And if you burn a flag, then you are unpatriotic and all this crap. But it's like. America in itself and what it stands for and and what it was built upon is unpatriotic within itself. So throwing out the whole I'm an American thing. And I think he said something about like um, Colin Kaepernick needs to figure out if he's an activist or a player. Like he has to separate the two based off of what you're saying with his past about wanting to be both at the same time. I'm surprised that he would say something like this. And it makes me wonder what has happened since those days of wanting to get OJ on your side when you're trying to be an activist and a player up until now. Like, what has happened for you to change your mind on this? So, I'm good nighting it. Okay. Um, what about you? I feel differently about this. Okay. I'm, I am. I am hype about this. And the reason why I'm hype about this, I'm proud that he can stand on his own ground being somebody who's actually done some of that groundwork to try to make positivity happen in the black community to say, I don't agree with you. That's fine. I am always going to be with okay with disagreements. What I don't like is that people, te- people tore him down for this. Down. They tore Jim Brown down for his comments. Don't you think he's being hypocritical? Jim Brown last year in 2016 actually said he was 100% with Cap. Now he's switched it over yeah, and saying so what's this. changed? So all I'm saying is people are allowed to have their own opinions. There's no need, no need to tear him down. The tearing him down went as far to say not only did you meet up and link up with Trump along with Ray Lewis when Trump first got into office, which already means you're in a sunken place. Okay. All right. Or whatever. But then they went back to his past and said, how many times have you beat women? You've thrown a woman out of a car. You've thrown a woman over a balcony. Yeah, you've thrown a woman over a balcony. And yet we should listen to you. Throw them over a balcony? He's done some some things in his past. Now, why do you need to bring all this up? Because he has an opinion that's different from yours. I don't necessarily agree with his opinion, but I'm hyped that he can stand on his own and not care how anybody else takes it. There's tons of people that have opinions on this. I'm not going to good night him on that. Enjoy yourself. I Jim. think I think what needs to be stated is if he stood with Cap last year mm-hmm. and all of a sudden is on a different side, maybe he needs to make make it clear why what that change was to make people understand that because that's odd to me. But my only point is there's no need to tear him down. Every okay. single time somebody so disagrees with somebody else, you can tearing down and you can yeah, hype them having a having every, a every single time somebody has a, a a difference of opinion, people seem to find a way to tear them down right. or go out of their way to tear down their right. character. I can't stand that. White media does that. Black media does that. Liberal media does that. Uh, right wing media does that. I cannot stand that. Right. But I think that if you don't agree with what he's saying, you have a logical reason why. And my logical reason is the American comments played out. Um, and if you stood with Cap last year, what's the difference now? All right. Moving on to the last piece of uh, Hyper Good Night. Everybody knows about this trade that took place. Kyrie Irving was traded from the Cavs to the Celtics 
for Isaiah Thomas, Jay Crowder, um, some center and a some pick. center. I don't know. I don't know the center. Number triple zero. I don't know his name. But hyper good night to this trade. What do you think? Uh, I say this makes for more drama for the NBA, so I'm going to hype it. I am always going to hype any NBA news that comes on my table. I don't care if it's against the team that I actually want to win it all. Um, and I think this is just this just creates some a bigger narrative. Also, the trade's not 100% yet because Isaiah Thomas just got evaluated. So if they, the Cavs say that his hip still isn't looking good, they can void the whole deal. Which means that he would be going back to the Celtics? Yep. And then Kyrie would be going back to the Cavs? Potentially. So can I, I just feel like that makes an awkward situation in the locker room. Yeah, it's like, we're on the interim right now, so let's just, <laughs> let's just put everything on hold. We shouldn't even make this announcement until we knew the Sips were okay. Um, it's pretty much like saying, oh, we broke up with each other. Like, I ain't trying to be with you no more. Oh, and but then... we back now. We back because I can't live by myself and rent is too expensive, so let's figure this out until... No, no, it's basically the rent's too expensive. Can you... Can, can I move back in? Right. Because <laughs> I need to split this in half. Um, I, before I even hyper good night, what was the main reason Kyrie Kyrie wanted to leave? Um, I, from my knowledge, uh, Kyrie requested a trade for two reasons. One, he heard that his name was on the trading block during okay. those bigger conversations in the summer. Two, he felt like LeBron James specifically uh, wasn't going to make a sound decision, and. He was in favor of bringing in someone else over him, and he wasn't the main guy. So there's actually three reasons. All right. Well, I'm going to hype this situation. Um, Kyrie, I hope you find everything that you're looking for in Boston. I really do. But I think what's going to happen is, and he's an excellent player, but, I mean, the whole thing about being part of a team is that it's not just about you. It's about how you gel with everyone else. So if you feel like your situation's so eh, in Cleveland, maybe this will be a wake-up call for you to realize it really wasn't that bad, honestly. But, um, yeah, hype for you. Um, Isaiah, I know he has some salty feelings about putting his blood, sweat, and tears into this team, especially with what happened with his sister, and just to be traded. So I think that maybe this will be a blessing in disguise. He could put all that effort into this team who can actually take him to the finals. Oh, look at you! Yeah, look at you being I'm looking. At, I'm, I'm, I'm on Isaiah's side for this, so I'm gonna hype this situation. All right. Well, coming out of that, um, those are hyper good nights. I just, I, I can't wait to get to this, these topics today. Oh, we got some juicy stuff. So over the past week or so, I've had a lot of different conversations. And one of the conversations that um, I had was one of my friends around. Specifically, if you are trying to date somebody new and y'all just getting to know each other, is there certain things that you would be uncomfortable with them wearing or things that would potentially like push you away from wanting to date them? Boy, before that. Mm-hmm. We need to talk about this whole swimsuit thing. Well, wait, 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 wait. Because we're going to get to it within okay. that. All right. We're going to get to it within that. Um, and and the, the swimsuit thing that she's bringing up was more of something that was trending around the future of Nicki Minaj video. But we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to it. So in terms of dating, though, are there things that you feel like your significant other or the person that you're dating should never be wearing, and if they are wearing, it's over. It is a wrap. 
Um, I thought the question was more of if you saw someone out and about and they're wearing something in specific. Yes. What would that be to make you not even give them a chance? Yeah. Yeah. Both. But it's the same All thing. Right. And I know you have something in mind. I, I want I want it's you It's the same thing. I want you to tell the people the thing that that is like a hell no for you. So, I just want you to get this out so, of here. <laughs> this is a while ago. This is a oh, while ago. But this okay. happened. No, but this happened. Yeah. I'm on, <laughs> I'm on it. I'm I'm on a meetup. Like we're meeting up for the first time, like outside of us meeting wherever we met initially, but we're meeting up for the first time. You and she and, come me and mm-hmm. said question mark girl. We'll put it. She's a question. Blankety blank. <laughs> Forever ago. So, question mark girl shows up in a questionable ensemble. Mm-hmm. She had on a metallic dress that happens to have like I don't know. I want to call it like a little frilly ballerina. You know the ballerina. Poof. Like yes. a poof. Like a tutu. Yes. yes. <laughs> With that though, she was wearing something that I felt. Like it's just a no, just just a no. She had on white stockings <laughs> and wearing wearing <laughs> white stockings. I don't know why it's not, so funny to me, and not, I've heard this before. Wait, <laughs> and it's I'm not really Easter Sunday, and you're not a little kid. Listen, I'm sorry. Even if it is Easter Sunday, Jesus would appreciate you <laughs> being over the age of twenty and wearing white. He would appreciate you not. You just reminded me of mothballs. I was like, wait. Wait, <laughs> I just want to know. Any but, woman- but she, wait, let me not. She also had on a white belt. <laughs> to, to blend with that, she had a white to belt. Blend. She had yes. a white belt. It was a white belt blended with the metallic dress. <laughs> wait. So well. Wait. And, and the kicker was she had on white open toe shoes. Wait, open toe? Yes. Wait, you didn't tell me. <laughs> So everywhere. How old was she? Uh, thirty-two. She was thirty-two. This was a long time ago, but but okay. Let me just say this. Let me say this. Everywhere we went, there was so many people that were just staring at her outfit, and I was like, because they thought it was a joke. Here's me the whole time. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. I mean, honestly, it took a lot for you to even be seen with her. We sat we sat down and there was this white woman talking to her husband and she just turns to her husband and whispers and points at her and he just nods. Like, yeah, I don't know what she's doing. I went, you know what? This is bad. I've never had that experience in my entire life. And I don't want to ever have that experience ever again. I'm so confused. First of all, when it comes to white stockings, I'm just trying to imagine that this girl walked up into like a Target or wherever people get stockings from. <laughs> I said that's the one. Right. And bypassed the the sun bronze, the beige, the black. These are like the names of the colors of the stockings. The off beige, the off black, the sheer. And she went to white. Like I feel like white is the color that's usually left after everyone bought all the other colors that you people usually buy. And she's like, oh yeah, this will go. But then on top of that to wear open-toed anything with stockings? <laughs> that is that that is like illegal. <laughs> like that like okay, the only time I'll ever like accept someone wearing open-toed anything and 
and your toes are covered is if you got some slides on, you got some socks with them, and you go into the corner store. Like that's oh, that's okay. I mean, okay. Wow. Oh. <laughs> 
Dude, I don't want to no. renege on the date. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to renege on the date, but I'm going to still show up like I want to be there. Like, you never want to make the person question, do you want to do this or not? Because you're looking like you're half-assing this. And if you're going to half-ass the first date, how are you going to half-ass the relationship if we get to that point a year down the line? You're not already, you're not even trying to show me your best side. Okay, do you think this is half-assed? Because this is what some of my boys had said. This is the one thing that all of them agreed as a collective they didn't like. What? And and that actually had this happen to me. I didn't think it was as big a deal. A girl wearing a sweatshirt or like a hoodie. Uh Uh-huh. On a first date. Cause doesn't it depend on what the first date is? Okay, like if you're gonna go hiking or something in the elements. No, but just no, but like no. You, okay, so where would where would the first date have to be for that to be acceptable? Is my what if question y'all was just what was y'all what if y'all was just going to a park to see no. a movie in the park? If it's my first date with you, yeah, no, you no, I'm not wearing a sweatshirt. Like I don't want to look like I don't care, and my thing is anyone could anyone could take a sweatshirt. Well, maybe that's your favorite sweatshirt. I'm sure I do have a favorite sweatshirt. You're not gonna see it that day. <laughs> like I'll wait till we get to know each other and we Netflix and chilling for me to wear my favorite sweatshirt. Like, hey, here's my favorite sweatshirt. Like you. <laughs> is that go into the category of you putting no effort into it though? Cause that's it, what my boys are making it, it sound like. It can be misconstrued that way. Where maybe you're thinking this is my favorite sweatshirt, and we're going outside and it's chilly, and so I'm gonna wear it because I like it. And the other person's thinking like, "Wow, yes, it's cold outside, but she could have just worn a jacket and look ten times more presentable." Damn. So presentable not meaning. Presentable, presentable meaning like <laughs> making a good impression. And I think that just goes into making good first impressions i think that when you meet somebody for the first time you're probably dressed or looking looking a certain way that makes them want to approach you right right so if you show up on the first date not looking that way it's like whoa okay so the day that i saw her was that just a one-off or is this like her normal steez or like there it, it throws somebody off it, I, it, I just thought it was a little thing like they made it sound like that that she just doesn't care and i'm like that doesn't mean she doesn't care because who I'm knows what she's wearing under that like who knows what she's wearing at ooh, the bottom she of may have a lacy bra set on underneath it wow she cares I, no <laughs> no i mean like her bottom like okay she's wearing this hoodie but that doesn't mean she couldn't be wearing something like is she wearing some, heels you never know that could like it, I'm not going to generalize and say, like, don't wear a sweatshirt on the first date. Like, finesse the outfit how you may, but make it look like you cared, you know? So if you're going to do casual on the top, do dressy on the bottom. That's fair. You know, at least, like, balance it out. You can't just come out looking like you came from the laundromat with, like, oh, a, a, <laughs> like a sweatshirt and a scarf on. <laughs> talking about, oh, I didn't feel like I wanted to do anything with my hair. Like, how many times are you going to feel that way? You know what I'm saying? And this is my first time hanging out with you. And you, didn't, you didn't even feel like you wanted to at least do that for me to make a, like a certain impression. Not to say you're lying or that you're, you're um, you know. I guess I think certain things are small because I know one of my boys doesn't like women that consistently have like, you know, uh, they wear things that have their back out a little. But then you can see they, they bra straps. He's always like, that's so tacky. Yeah, and the bra strap thing is kind of tacky. What? 
Because shit happens. No, it happens, but like, and I've had it happen to me before. Exactly. But oh, so it, you were tacky that day? Yes, I was. Okay. At least I can admit it. Like, I've definitely gone out before and had like a certain bra on where the straps would fall a certain way. Yeah, but that's what I was saying. Like, yeah, but you, you us, can't control that. Yes, you can control that. No, it's called really? wearing the proper bra. Oh, well, uh, like, I don't, we, I don't know anything about had, this. Thing. Well, we've had this conversation about how women just have so many more options when it comes to clothing, anyways. That's right. Trust and believe we have a bra for every type of outfit. There is a bra, there is a convertible strap, there is everything for every type of outfit. So if your bra straps are consistently strong throughout the day, you know damn well you wore the wrong bra. And yes, you look tacky. And yes, that's happened to me before because I couldn't find the bra that goes with this shirt. But I was just like, whatever, it'll be fine. And then it wasn't. I was tacky that day. Hell yeah. Ladies, please clear this up for me. Is there a bra for everything? Is Hell she right? Yeah. Is she right? They freaking, I know you've seen this on IG where they have the, you the draw string bra. You know I can't stand the draw. Oh. <laughs> You know, I can't and everyone's that. like, well, you have to have like a double B cup in order for it to actually fit right. And most people will have more than that. So um, I personally haven't tried that bra. But my thing is we have something for everything. If we have freaking undergarments that suck us in and, and make us slimmer or more shapely or we have things that push up our butt or whatever, trust and believe there's a bra for every single top outfit dress. All right. Let, let's push this to you. What do you got? What do you got? Because I can name some of the things that my other uh, close women friend have told me that they don't like. But I want to hear from you. What would be those things? I that feel like this is going to make me sound more shallow than people already think. I don't have. worry. I just hit you with my shallowisms. I hit you with white stockings. That wasn't even shallow. That was like legit. <laughs> I, I was pretty much legit. I doubt anyone's going to be writing to you like... Oh my gosh, I can't believe No, but there's that. tons of women that will wear their headscarves out and they can be like, well, you don't gotta like my headscarves. It's me. Like I wear my headscarf out, but not on a date. Okay. Like, I may, okay. I, may let, let me not on, I may go to 125th with my headscarf out and I could give two shits, but I'm going to get something and go home. Like, I don't... Let, let's let's turn this back to you. Okay. What, what, what are yours? Oh, Lord. Lord. With a T. <laughs> Lord. I don't like... When guys wear jeans that are too tight, I know that's the so way. So skinny jeans, in general, <sighs> you just don't like skinny. Well, jeans. it doesn't have to be like no, don't wear skinny jeans, but they can't look too tight on you. Like, what's too tight? You don't want to see his. You don't want to see his. I don't want to see nuts? a Is print. That the, I don't. You wanna, don't want to see a print. You're the only woman I know that don't want to see a print. If your jeans are already a size zero and I'm seeing a print, I'm wondering how can you breathe, my G. <laughs> You really really don't want to see a print. So if you saw a guy wearing those gray sweatpants that every girl I know is always just like, ooh, look at you can see. You telling me you ain't you ain't checking a dude's package. Do you notice the difference in what you said and what I said? I'm just asking in general. I don't want to see a print if you got some skinny jeans on. If you got some gray sweatpants on, that's a little bit different. I'm dead. The fabric, I'm just dead. It, it it flows a different way. Like it's movable. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are the odds of someone having some gray sweatpants, skinnies, and you just women like your junk like. is just hugged? Like it's not gonna happen like that. When a guy has on freaking skinny jeans mm-hmm. and it's tight, and you can see it's tight because they can't even put their hands in their pockets to get their keys or whatever. You can see how many keys are on the ring, like. <laughs> I don't understand how guys do that and they're comfortable, but then they have the nerve to manspread. 
How do you manspread with that situation going on? Now, all of a sudden, you decided, I don't need any room in my pants for my junk. But when I sit down, I need all the room I can take because <laughs> because I need like how does that work out? Uh, because I don't, I don't, I don't think that. man spreading and skinny jeans have to be uh, exclusive to one another. Like uh, exclusive. Like people just trust man spreading just happens in general. First of all, you can't man spread with some skinny jeans on because everything is so tight. Secondly, if you're wearing skinny jeans, you are in a perpetual state. Of someone just holding your area tight. Like that's like the opposite <laughs> of man spreading. So how are you doing the opposite of, of, of what you put on? Like I don't understand that. Um, I don't ever want to feel like we shop at the same place for Jenny. <laughs> like I just don't. Like I don't want to feel like we walk into a store. And you may be in the same section as me looking for yourself. Like Do you, do you no, want me to get you one too baby? Right. We good. We good. Right. I don't want to feel like I can fit in your jeans. That's another thing. I so, I, so on the flip side, I don't like skinny jeans, but I don't like baggy jeans either. I personally don't wear skinny jeans because I don't want to feel closer to testicular cancer. That's I just Hello. don't. I don't want to feel closer Hello. to it. I just the don't. Right. I'm mean, no, no. That's not really my my mo. My thing. It the just bo- makes me wonder. Can you breathe? Can't you and if you breathe. can't, you're okay with that. Like, I'm less okay with that than you are. That's the problem. (laughs) The nuts down there acting like Kevin Hart. Help me! (laughs) Okay, okay, wait. You you then just transitioned from skinny jeans to baggy. baggy. Yeah. Is it baggy clothing as a whole? Or... You know what's funny with fashion is like fashion repeats itself. So I'll see like these throwback, throwback pictures from back in the day in college that people post up and baggy jeans was the wave baggy clothes was the wave back then like 10 years ago right and then gradually throughout the course of time things have gotten smaller and tighter and more fitted um my thing is just make it look like things fit that's all like i don't want to look at you and wonder did you lose a lot of weight and put these jeans on right or or did you gain a lot of weight and put these jeans on either way it's ill-fitted like, I don't ever want to be distracted by that, you know? My, my friend told me about her going on a date with a guy, and he came with a full-fledged, like, like FUBU kind of fit. Oh, wait, wait. Wait, here like, was this? No, this is recent. <laughs> oh, God. Like, <laughs> but it's for us, by us. And then another dude had a feel of it. It was baggy. But you know what's funny though? Like in 2017, like the like the 90s is back with with like yeah, Fila's like, back in style, Tommy, Calvin Klein, all that stuff that we used to wear in like middle school, high what school. About, back. What about but Fubu hasn't made its reemergence <laughs> yet. I don't know if Fubu is gonna come back. That's like wearing some Carl Carl Kanai or something like that. Like that hasn't come back to the forefront yet. And I feel like once it does, cool. But until then, you're not ahead of the wave. You're actually still behind it. So So we have skinny jeans, baggy pants. What else falls on your list? <sighs> Cornrows. That's not a that's not a clothing. That's that's, that's an accessory. That's not <laughs> <laughs> Like, <sighs> no, I'm not letting you hang on cornrows. Okay, I'm gonna bring I'm things up. That whole thing. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it, like, don't. Don't. I don't I, yeah, that's a don't. I just. 
You know what's funny? I went to La Marina two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and um, this guy came up behind me and started dancing. And so I started dancing back without even looking to see what he looked like, and I never do that. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I did it this time because I was feeling bold. We were searching for the shallow. There it is. Shut up. That's right. Whole conversation is shallow. You're just trying to expose me. Wait. That's right. <laughs> Very good. Be Very good. Um. So yeah, probably like midway in the second song, which is longer than I would normally wait to look back. Um, I look back, and he's tall, so I can't really see his hair. But I look back again, and I notice he has cornrows. And I had to just stop. <laughs> like I, I literally stopped mid dance. This is a conversation. About- I was so taken aback. Like really? This is <laughs> like wait, why? Kawhi Leonard, she doesn't respect you. For anyone who knows me, I have a blog post about Kawhi Leonard and Coros in men's fashion. Um, but anyways, I love Kawhi. I just wish he cut those damn braids off. Like, All right. For real. I'm going to I'm gonna bring into fruition what one of my friends is saying. Wait. Cause wait. It, does this right have to now. do anything with Coros? No. I just have to tell you my, my quick reason. reason. Wait, let me just tell you my quick reason why. clothing. Okay, but listen. Let me just tell you my quick thing about Coros. Okay. I was never really into them. Okay. okay. When D'Angelo had them on the Untitled video, great. Because, I mean, he had a V-cut, you know? Who was really looking at his hair then? But I feel like once Lloyd, you know, the singer Lloyd, mm-hmm. cut his cornrows off, and I feel like he was, like, the very last acceptable person to have them. For some reason, they worked for him. I felt like every man in America should just not have it. Because he was the Michael last. Michael B. Jordan just had them. I What did you think? No. What do you think? You said no. That's a good night. You're saying no. Yeah. Lies and propaganda. Because if Michael B. Jordan was to approach you, you wouldn't be like, no, no, I don't like it. You know what's funny? I'm not into Michael B. Jordan the way that a lot of these girls are. That that's someone who I can deem being attractive, but I'm like, oh my god, I just saw Creed. Like, I'm. He's an attractive guy, but he's no. Genuine had. Oh, okay. Now genuine. Okay, yes. Now you know genuine is my thing. You know what? I can't with her right now. Well, listen, listen, listen. Genuine also cut his off too. So it's like at that point when the finest guy to ever have cornrows cuts them off. If you are not on that level of finest, you most definitely should not even be thinking about growing your hair that long to even get it braided. So my thing with cornrows is that, and this is why I asked the guy who I was dancing with. I was like, oh, you have cornrows. I was like. Where do you get them braided at? Like, do you go to like an African shop, or I can't. Or, no, I asked him, and he was like, "No, I have a can't. braider." I was like, "So, do you like sit on the stoop in between her legs, like braid my hair, like a Mario situation?" Like, I'm uh, really R. just Kelly, come no, on thinking, and braid my hair. Yeah, all that, mm-hmm. all that. But my thing is, I just can't imagine a grown ass man sitting in between a woman's legs as she's braiding his hair. Like, this is clearly something from, like, 2001 Music So Child video or something. Like, I'm good. Like, I don't want you to have as much hair as me. You That's don't all. need as much hair to have cornrows because I can get cornrows right now. Okay. So, one of my friends had stated a few of the things that she didn't like, which is kind of what jolted this conversation in the first place. One of the things that she brought up was men wearing white White Mm -hmm. business and or just general shoes that you would see at like you call them white church shoes like white church shoes that already sounds bad white 
church shoes is the equivalent of white stockings. <laughs> it's the same thing. As a man, no. As if a woman, you, but if you just were wearing, don't. If, like, it's a for, tricky color for prom. You you gonna, you gonna you gonna negate that, or for a wedding, are you gonna be like, oh no, they get they can't do that? Are you gonna say that? These are special events. <laughs> no, I would have to see it because in my head, what I'm imagining is not that cute at all. And there's when I think of a white church shoe, I just think of like a, like a pimp. In Detroit. Oh, get out of here. Now later Shut up. Like, like, they have to have, like, snake skin or something. Like, they have to have some sort of texture to them. Some old Stacey Adams type what? joints. And then from there, I imagine a guy wearing, like, a suit with wide legs. Like, like an old <laughs> like Steve, Steve Harvey. Harvey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's no way I can imagine this white dress shoe being fire. Okay. Can you? Yes, I can oh. see it. I'm not. I wouldn't wear it, but I can see can it. Can you imagine a girl wearing white stockings being fired in any circumstance? Yeah, if she's just naked, just white stockings, just naked, fire. Oh, face a lot. <laughs> fire. That's a little scary. Fire. Oh, okay. Just naked. Yeah, and there's so many circumstances where that would happen. All you had to do. That's right. Was <laughs> take the dress off of the girl that you were on the date with. Hey, yeah, that's because that's that's not that's oh, not a that's not rapey you feel like at all. Taking that blue metal dress that's off, not, that's not. That's the only way your outfit's gonna be fire right now. So <laughs> the other thing that she had brought up was men wearing fishnet tops, and I said culturally, I've watched Jamaican men do this at carnival forever. How can you say that that's wrong? You can do that at carnival. But how is that wrong? Like you, you're gonna tell them culturally, nah, this doesn't work for me. <laughs> and she said it was like, yeah. You're not gonna say I don't culturally like it. is not gonna work. No, she's like, culturally, I don't like this is not gonna work. No, she's like, I don't, I don't like it. That that's that that just doesn't look good on but me. But that just goes into the whole thing about cornrows. And I th- no, I said it, I said it, it was an accessory. But the guy that I was dancing with, I could tell he was Caribbean, and I think that um, that ties into the culture as well, where it's like a little bit more acceptable to have braids and cornrows and all that stuff as a man right now than if you were just black in America and you're Kawhi Leonard, but you didn't have the skills to play basketball. Like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, at least he has that. Um, I just wow. I just think that anything that has a man's nipple poking through it, like a mesh top, it just... <laughs> it would just bring up all sorts of questions. Like, oh, that's interesting, huh? And so we're not does, at carnival right does now. That make, at, does at, that make him suspect for you? We're at a day party on this rooftop. It doesn't make it sus. I think that if it's a mesh top where it has sleeves, it looks more sus than like a tank top. <laughs> For some reason, seeing that in a tank top form is like a little bit more cool, I guess. The last thing that she had brought up was men who wear white socks and... Like black shoes. Yo, what's the deal with white? We just hate. Like, if you're she, gonna wear white anything, be careful. She thought I was like, you wear white socks and black shoes, like casual <laughs> shoes. She was like, wait, I can't talk to you. Wait, what kind and of? It, she's wait. like, if you're ever like, she specifically pointed out to this guy who was flooding that had on white socks and black shoes because she was like, you're not Michael Jackson. You're not about to put on a performance. Where in the hell are you going? And I was like, damn, that's harsh. He was flooding some casual pants. Yeah, and he has some. <laughs> Get off oh my that. god the fact that he was flooding like <laughs> mm. and this is the problem and i wrote this on my blog 
when I had this whole I had this whole article about um, NBA players off court fashion choices, mm-hmm. and I included uh, Dwayne Wade, um, and I definitely talked about Russell Westbrook. And these guys, they, they, they are attached to the fashion scene to a certain extent because designers reach out to them. They want them to be seen wearing their clothing. Nothing wrong with that. But you have to have a certain type of steez to really pull off some of this stuff. Like you said, you take a risk. The risk has to has to fit with your steez. If you don't have that steez, you need to keep it basic and simple because... It's it's gonna look crazy, and if I hear floods, I'm like, all right, that already in itself, you have to rock a certain way. Now you're adding socks to the deal, and now you're adding shoes. And how do you put that all together okay. in the correct form? Speaking I don't know. Of basic and simple, something that was talked about on Twitter, and this is what we brought up earlier, was the future Nicki Minaj situation. Oh yes. So in in the in this video, Nicki Minaj is wearing. Bikinis. One has uh, crystals and diamonds in it, so it's going to cost ridiculous amounts of money. The other is a red uh, bikini that was more than a thousand dollars, and guys were blown away. What they did it like, look like exactly? It looked like strappy nothing. It just, looked like just strings, and just thangs. strings and things. Mm-hmm. And and guys were shocked by the price of this thing. And they were like, wait, women... How did everyone find out how much it costs? It's just like you know, a, a talking point? No. You oh. know, women are always like, oh, she got this from here. And then it starts a collective of women talking about it. Then guys see this and go, what? Yeah. You spend that much for something with no material? Mm. Which then translated into how much money do women normally spend on bikinis? And I'm, I'm going to tell you, I, as a guy, I don't understand this logic. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. The majority of my female friends have told me that they spend anywhere from $80 to $150 on bikinis. I am confused by that number. Like, there is no fabric. What are you getting for what eighty you, to one hundred and fifty dollars? No, seriously, it doesn't make sense to me. And I guess the the counter argument could be, what are you getting if you're buying shoes? But I'm like, my shoes, I can wear consistently. Um, you can wear those shoes every day if you want to. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. I mean, you can't compare shoes in a bikini. But like, shoes are actually a necessity. Like, you need to cover your feet. How many times are you gonna wear that bikini in your lifetime? Let alone a year. Right, unless you live in Miami, I don't understand. Right. I don't. Because I feel like if I lived in Miami, I would have a bikini underneath all my clothes at any given, just in case at any given time I'm at the beach, which could possibly be every day, I'm ready. And and here's what I want to understand from women, like, don't y'all understand that things are at their cheapest when they're out of season? So if you're going to buy a bikini, buy that motherfucker in February. Like, don't buy it in, like, May. You're supposed to buy it at the end of summer when summer's over. Because they're trying, to, they're trying to get rid of it for the fall. Like, do it. But even so, if you have a thousand dollar bikini and it's the end of the summer sale, it's not going to be at a good price. <laughs> There's no <laughs> amount of sale that's going to make that thousand dollar bikini acceptable. And I think the problem is when it comes to us women shopping is that we tend to be happy when we find a sale. And this is how people get got. They see the original price crossed out and they see the sale price and they calculate how much they're saving as opposed to how much they're actually spending. Oh my gosh, this bikini was $1,000. I'm getting it for $250. So in their mind, they're like, I have this $1,000 bikini and I'm saving $750 off of this. And and to me, instead of thinking, I'm spending $250 on this thing, I'm going to wear one time if I go to Thailand and I want to take a cute Instagram picture. All that ties back to is the perceived value of said garment. 
And if you don't have a, the perception of that garment that is worth XYZ, then that original price tag means nothing to you. You know, it really doesn't make any sense to me because you said as a man, you don't understand how a woman, I'm going to tell you, as a woman, I don't understand how a woman spends $250 on a bikini. Oh, wow. Because I would never. And that has no. That's just as that's a guy. Like, that's as like a guy, my core values. As a guy, <laughs> I could buy another uh, PlayStation or a Xbox if I wanted to for that same amount, and it's gonna last me a lot longer. <laughs> I don't understand. You are gonna get a lot more play. I am. <laughs> I definitely. Am. Wait, this is what I don't understand when it comes to women that spend crazy amounts on something like a bikini or something that you're only gonna wear. Twice, three times in your lifetime, possibly more, whatever. Mm-hmm. The amount of money that you spent on this bikini, and bikinis are hard to shop for. Right. It's hard to find a garment that barely has anything that makes your body look amazing. Because your body has to already look a certain way before you put this on. Like you have to make the bikini. The bikini doesn't really make you in a lot of cases. So there's a lot of these women that spend so much money on these bikinis and bras and panties and undergarments and things that that they feel make them look good. And half the time it's like, girl, you don't really have the stomach for that. Oh, ooh. or you don't really have the body for that style. So instead of spending and I'm not being I'm not trying to body shame. It's just more about shopping for your body type. I see a lot of women that do not shop for their body type and they get something because it's cute and everyone's rocking it and it's the trend. And they get it thinking one size fits all. One style fits all. And it's like, girl, the money that you spent on this bikini, you could have actually spent on a trainer, a gym membership, something for this bikini to actually work for you. Because right now, you're trying to work for this bikini. Damn. Okay, all right. It should we, never be uh, that. It should never be that. Well, there it is. And you, I know and I know you've probably sound I know you've probably delivered. seen some girls that are wearing things that don't fit their bodies. But they probably spent a lot of money on it. I know you've probably seen that. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. So it's like, instead of spending all this money for something that you think is going to make you look good, but it makes you look a little crazy, why don't you actually work on the consistent thing, which is your body, so that you can look good in everything? So, and that leads us to a segment that we're bringing back that we haven't talked on and talked about in a while. <gasps> the do's and the... Don'ts. Ooh, I know you Say that forever. Don't even Dumb. put Bryson on that. Don't even Don't put, put Bryson on. Bryson on. That okay. was on me right no there. Bryson. Okay. No I'm Bryson. Let y'all know. You you can start this off. You can go. You can go either way with it. Go, All right. You, let's you first. Let's start with the dues. All right. You got your do. Go for it. Yeah. Okay. Dues for guys. If you like someone, be their cheerleader. And I don't know what that means. It means this. Guys have a lot of pride and they like knowing that the person that they're into is into what they're doing. Whether it be like advancements at work, career things, things that are putting you at a bit a better pedestal in your life. And I think what happens is we get drawn into people that root for us and that cheer for us. And we want those people around. But just like you want a girl to kind of like 
fluff up your ego a little bit when you do something good in your life, do the same for her. So she's telling you about a new endeavor that she's taking on or, or something that she's doing to improve her life. Be her biggest cheerleader. Make sure she's on point. Check in with her. Ask her about um, maybe she's doing this workout plan. Oh, did you hit the gym up today? Make sure she doesn't slack because we like when people, men, hold us accountable. It means you actually care. It means you're actually invested in us making ourselves a better person, whether that be for you or anyone else who comes into our life. So be that person. Just like you want a cheerleader in your life and someone who hypes you up when you do something good in your life, we want the same thing. We have egos and we have pride to feed into that. Okay, all right. Ladies, my do for the day, um, and this is going to be something that sounds super easy that everybody should already know and they should already be doing, but ladies, do ask about his short-term goals, but don't do it overtly. Oh. Honestly, when you're talking to guys, all you should be trying to find out in that first few meetings from him is what is his short-term goal? And if his short-term goals don't seem as if they are obtainable or don't seem as if there's something that you personally believe that he can actually achieve, bail the fuck out on him, girl. How do you bail out? How do you ask in a way that's not obvious? Th that's not obvious? Obvious. That's not obvious. You know what I said. In a way, it's not obvious. Y'all heard me say obvious. I don't know why he's acting <laughs> crazy. Um, <laughs> you you ask in a way to say something to the extent of, so I'm doing X Y Z and I'm trying to do this with myself. Uh -huh. Like just wondering, like, are you on the same page? Like, is there things that you're trying to do that are in, within that vein? Because then he's gonna open up about the things that he's doing that are either similar or where he's at. Hmm. All you have to do is tell a little bit about yourself. And he'll give you a lot. What about you? What about you? <laughs> but to just straight up ask, what are your short-term goals? Where oh, yeah. do you see yourself? That feels Sounds a little like contrived. Right. There are guys, I'm like that. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that is my do for the day, ladies. Ah. Let, yeah. Let's focus on these don'ts. Don't. Ooh, we on that Bryson T tip today. We're not even going to add Bryson on these. We might not have is, to. Yeah, yeah. That, that tone was on. Um. Don't. <laughs> I'm going to take cue from Lawrence in Insecure uh, for this season. And he's been doing this a lot. Guys, don't do things that could be misconstrued for you liking someone more than you actually do. Okay? Facts. So if we bring up Lawrence from Insecure, his mistake was agreeing to go to tasha's family's barbecue you're going to a place where you're meeting her family hello if you're not into her on that level of trying to make something out of whatever situationship you have what makes you think it's a good idea to then meet her family who's gonna talk about you who's gonna wonder who you are who knows the last time she brought a guy around her her family and her and her parents you could be the only person she's ever invited in that sort of environment. So now you're setting yourself up for failure, doing something that could be misconstrued as you being more into her than you actually are. So when I say that, I mean meeting family, taking a girl out on a trip or suggesting going on a trip with the girl, attending important events with them. If a girl that you're talking to or dealing with or whatever cut buddy situation, Ask if you want to go to a wedding with her, don't go. 
If you are not into her like that, why would you go to a place where two people are confessing that they're going to spend the rest of their lives with each other? What makes you think that is the best place to be with someone who you deem as temporary? I'm just trying to figure it out. Another thing is being consistently consistent. Wait, are these, how many, whoa, there's a lot of don'ts there's, here. No, this is all tied into these this one just, don't. If you are not don't. into someone, don't do things that say you are. Period. So if you have decided, I'm going to deal with this girl on this level, make sure that the lane is carved out for that level. Don't carve out a whole different lane that can lead to her thinking, wow, he really likes me. He did this. He really likes me. He did, he did that. Everyone has their own idea of what that thing is. I'm just telling you right now, when it comes to family, meeting family, going to family events, important important events like weddings, and going on trips. If you're not in it for the long haul, don't do it with that person. All right. Now, it's my dumb. Ladies. <laughs> that was horrible. Ladies. Ladies. As dumb. far as my dumb is concerned. NFL season is approaching. You guys all know this. That means a lot of guys on Sundays might be occupied. On those days, whatever you do, if you are in the vicinity of him or his friends, do not fake like you like sports if you don't like sports. (laughs) Don't be that guy. Please, whatever you do, don't put that in the ethos that you know what's going on when you really don't. Mm -hmm. Don't fake like you care about a team when you really don't. Don't act like you know these players because you saw one of them on TMZ. Because you don't. You might know a little bit about his life. You have no idea what it is for him to be a player. Just be you and go watch the things that you want to watch while he's playing that goddamn game or watching that damn game. All you need to know is that learning about sports needs to happen on your own time and not on his. Oh, man. (laughs) That's all. I will say this. Uh, nope. Can I? Don't. Can I? <laughs> wait, can I just add? Can I just? Can wait, 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 can I just add? Do not. If, if your man stands with Cap and he's watching the games, he don't stand with Cap. Secondly, <laughs> secondly, if you do decide to watch the games with your boy and his boys, and you don't know that much about football or whatever the sport is, I don't think it's. I don't think it's bad to ask questions throughout the game, but no. I'm glad, I'm glad you don't think it's bad because you're speaking from the perspective of being a woman. No, you right now, to ask as questions. guys, we're not we're not here for it for the most part. Ask we're questions not here for during the, the commercial part. break. Do not ask as soon as a flag was called or anything oh crazy. Do not use halftime. Use the time that he's not invested in the game. To ask those questions. If you Ladies, are actually do interested. Do not. I repeat. Do not ask questions during the game. Yeah, don't do it. Don't yeah, do it. Period. It doesn't. No. It that's doesn't matter if there's a there's a break in the middle of the game. McDonald's com- commercial. No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Figure that out outside of game time. <sighs> and just like that. That is our episode for the day. Thank y'all for I listening. thank y'all for loving me. <laughs> You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on SoundCloud at Goodnight Harlem. Uh, We love all of y'all. And just like that, we out. Good Good night. night.